everybody, and welcome to the Mom Biz Solution Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Mom's Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur. Go grab it, people. It's a great book for you to help you finish out the year strong, which is what we're going to talk about today on this episode. If you want a great coaching guide to help you figure out what you need to do and where to focus and where to put your priorities and your energy and your resources on for next year, and even just to make it through the last couple of months of this year, Mom's Mean Business is exactly that. It is a do-it-yourself coaching book. It is absolutely your decision-making helper, okay? Because I know you're overwhelmed with lots of decisions you have to make. That has come up again and again and again in the conversations I've had with my clients this past week. Um, there are so many decisions to make, and sometimes you need a little help figuring out how to make the right ones for you. So grab the book. It'll help. I'm also going to help you today giving you some ideas about how to wrap up the year. You know, it's November. What? (laughs) I don't know how that happened, and boy, are we confused here in Michigan because it was 76 degrees yesterday and sunny, and it just felt like summer, and so... It was amazing. Our, our kids all had the day off of school, and we got to be out at a at a cider mill or cider patch, apple picking place, whatever it was, orchard, that's what I'm trying to say. And it was such an amazing day. It felt like a real gift. And so we're very confused. This does not feel like November at all for us. Um, so I have a little bit of a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that the end of the year really is almost here. And every year, this is something I do try to work on with my clients to help us figure out what we need to wrap up, to finish out, to close out, and how can we do that powerfully so that we can, you know, be ready for next year and feel good both about the way we've ended 2015 and the way we start 2016. Let me share my three tips with you. Um, Today, the first thing I want to start with, before we go straight into to-do list and planning and projects and all that kind of stuff, the first step I'm going to ask you to do is to stop. <laughs> and what I mean by that, it is that you need to get present. So step number one is stop and get present. Now, what I mean by that is sometimes that to-do list and the anxiety it causes us just throws us into overdrive where we are planning, 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 you know, making logistics, we're thinking ahead to January 15th when we're scheduling, you know, hockey games and we're thinking ahead to, you know, the end of the year when we're scheduling big family travel and hotel rooms and gifts that we're purchasing and sharing. And so that list can get so big and hairy and scary that we can't even acknowledge the moment that we're in right now. And I got to say, that is, that's a mistake if we don't do that sometimes, guys, because you hear me week after week talking about, you know, your vision of success and it needs to line up with your priorities, and yet sometimes we go into this overdrive of planning for the next year, planning for the next whatever, and we plan, 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 and we make decisions, 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 but we forget, take a breath, get present, and evaluate where we are. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. When I mean get present, I mean bring yourself, and meditation helps, maybe um, just sitting still and looking out the window will help. 
It's stillness of the body helps bring about stillness of the mind. If you're not good at that, I invite you to get out of whatever your normal circumstances and surroundings are. So if you're in an office, if you're in your uh, work office at home, if you're in your house and you cannot slow your mind down, go get outside in nature. Find a bench, sit on it. And just make yourself sit and get present and get quiet so that you can evaluate a few things. And here's the things I want you to evaluate. I do want you to evaluate your circumstances. Here, the last, you know, 60 days of the year, how are things? Where are things? How do you feel right now? You know, evaluate that. Ask yourself, how do I feel? Do I feel happy? Do I feel scared? Do I feel calm? Do I feel proud? Do I feel productive? Do I feel stressed? Do I feel anxious? Do I feel easy? What is it? Just ask yourself, how do I feel? Okay? And then I want you to ask yourself this next question. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? If there is a gap or if there's a difference, what's causing the difference? If you're not feeling the way you want to feel, what's causing the difference? Okay? I know these are big questions and it's just a start, but, you know, this stuff is really, really helpful if you can give yourself the chance to think through it a little bit. Ask yourself, what am I worried about? What am I proud of? What am I grateful for? And what do I need? These are all some exercises and some questions to help you do a presence exercise, to help you get present to your circumstances and slow down so you can pay attention. Because, guys, guess what? If we don't slow down and do this sometimes and we make a whole gazillion decisions that carry us out the next two or three months, our circumstances may have evolved and changed. Our priorities also and accordingly may have evolved and changed. And if that's the case and you make decisions and choices for the future based on, you know, wherever you are today without taking stock of the changes that might have happened or some changes that you might want to happen, then you might not make the best choices, huh? (laughs) All right, so step number one, stop and get present if you want to end the year powerfully and set yourself up for success next year. Step number two, Hurry up and finish up, <laughs> okay? After That's why I start out with the presence and the calming and the stopping and the slowing because now, now it's time to sprint on out to that finish line, okay? If you have some financial goals, if you have sales goals, if you have client goals, vendor goals, product goals, whatever it is, if you have some goals and you have some to-dos left on your list that aren't done, this is a really great time of year to take a look at that list and see what you can knock out in the next 60 days, all right? So look at your to-do list. Look at everything there. There are two strategies that work really well for me. Some things I like to do is I like to pick a few small things that I know I can knock out really fast. These may be to-dos that you've had hanging around on your list forever, like, you know, clean up my email list, right? Get rid of those unsubscribers. And, oh, maybe for me too, maybe to go clean up my inbox and get rid of all those subscriptions that I don't want anymore. You know, that's something that you might have and you know that it's going to help you be more productive and have less clutter in your mind and in your life, but you just never get around to doing it. 
Well, little things like that do add up. And if you can take a focused minute and sit down and knock a bunch of that stuff out really fast, then your to-do list shrinks and usually your sense of productivity and accomplishment is going to increase. And you're going to feel good about some of those other things. So that's one thing. Pick some of the small things on your to-do list that are hanging out that have not been completed and get them done quick, okay? The other thing I do is I say, okay, well, let me take, maybe I'll take a look at one of the most, uh, one of the big projects, one of the highest payoff actions I can take. I used to talk about that a lot, HPAs, high payoff actions. What is something on your to-do list that will give you, if, if completing it will give you the most bang for your buck, going to make you feel the most successful? You know, it may be one of the hardest things to do as well. It may take most time, more time than some of the other things. With that thing, go ahead and break it down into the smallest chunks you can so you can see like, okay, this may feel like a big project, but if I really take a look at it, you know, if you're looking at, you know, revamping your website or something, right, that could be a big thing. Well, you could break that down into a lot of little pieces. You know, one of the projects could be pick a new WordPress theme. Uh, One of the projects could be um, pick my colors and fonts that I like for my new theme. Um, Another could be uh, write the copy for my about page. Another could be write the copy for my home page. Another could be create my services packages for my offerings. Okay, So we can break things into smaller chunks, and even those are pretty big. We could break those down too. So get a big project like that. If you're staring at it and you know you want to get it done before the end of the year, start chunking it down into smaller pieces, and then physically go locate time on your calendar in the next two, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks that you can get those mini projects done, okay? Schedule them on your calendar. If you know that you've got some free time on Sunday in the afternoon when your husband and kids are going to be gone, block off that time and write down on it, write services page from 3 to 6 p.m., okay? That's what we need to do to get that stuff done. Knock it out. The last piece, of course, is to make a plan. So I know that sounds simple, but... If we're going forward into the next year, chances are, like me, you are already writing things on your calendar for January and February and scratching your head wondering how that's possible. But again, if you have been doing that, and if you're planning on doing that without having done step number one, without evaluating your circumstances, without checking in with yourself to see if your priorities have shifted a bit, then you might be making the wrong choices and you might be making the wrong plans for you. Again, I'm all about you feeling happy and successful. I'm all about your business and your life working out on your terms. The plans you make today for the future need to absolutely be grounded in your priorities, right? Your priorities are your boss. So as you go forth with that plan, you want to check in on a few things and make sure that you are planning the right things. You know, a lot of people ask me, how do I, how do I decide what's next for my business? Should I grow? Should I sell? Should I bring on extra people? Should I add a different business line? Should I add a different uh, or product line? You know, there's so many different ways that we can grow a business or there's some, there are lots of different things we can do with a business that don't absolutely need us to grow. One of my clients, the, the first six or eight months we worked together, we solely focused on reducing expenses. 
because they'd gotten out of hand. That was an area that she had not focused on for a while. And they were, you know, doing a lot of different things in their business where they were bringing in lots of different retail lines. And and it was a fun part of the business going out and buying some of that stuff. But they weren't really paying attention to the payoff on that. And lots of those purchases and supports for those purchases had gotten a bit out of hand. So one of our biggest plans for the growth of her business did not look like growth. The plan looked like let me be a cost-cutting ninja. Let me go find some ways to make money by saving money and get my profit boosted back up, make it super lean, make it awesome. So that could be the sort of plan you have. Sometimes it's going to take a little bit of creativity to see a different kind of plan than continuing the same way you've done before in your business. That's just one idea about growing in your business. So that's what I would ask you. As you are going forward with your plans, Again, kind of like the questions I was asking in step number one, how is your success now? How successful are you now in your business or in your life? How successful do you want to be in your business or your life? For the next year, if there is a difference, what's the gap? What is holding you up? What needs to be handled? That's where I put my focus when I start my plans for how I want 2016 to go. So that's it in a nutshell, guys. You are fabulous planners, and you will have lots of opportunities coming before you next year because that's what happens to us fabulous smart mom entrepreneurs. (laughs) And with a bit of mindfulness and a bit of intention about how you make your choices and how you finish out this year and evaluating your preferences, your wants, your needs, your circumstances, and your priorities will allow you to close out and get the things done you need to get done this year and to plan for a great start for next year. That's it for today. If you need some help doing that stuff because you can't do it on your own, call me. I've got a few open open slots and would be happy to have you. So I would love to work with you guys. Just reach out to me. My email is lara, L-A-R-A, at mombizcoach.com or check out my website, mombizcoach.com. Until next time, take care.